Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. When you need mealtime inspiration, it's worth shopping Kroger, where you'll find over 30,000 mouth-watering choices that excite your inner foodie. And no matter what tasty choice you make, you'll enjoy our everyday low prices, plus extra ways to save, like digital coupons worth over $600 each week. You can also save up to $1 off per gallon at the pump with fuel points. More savings and more inspiring flavors make shopping Kroger worth it every time. Kroger, fresh for everyone. Fuel restrictions apply. explain that can you do pretty much the same thing that that the Hogan did kind of explain what got you into the business and who helped you to get started in this but I, I, I'm interested to know myself you know how in the hell you get to look like that you jack bro man this is coming from somebody who's twice my size man I'm trying to get like you brother man you see those arms right there well all you gotta yeah. do is get fat bald-headed black and ugly you look just like me well I'm halfway there yeah, one team number one wrestling podcast here. Yeah. When it comes to podcasts, they are the crew. The crew. Yeah, dig it. Oh, yeah. Thank you for uh, tuning in to... Uh, much old man days previously recorded it's not monday right now but uh when you watch this it will be we got daisy in the house oh and we got buddy over here who insisted on being on my lap 
and the location where we are. I was hoping to be able to show you guys uh, the uh, famous Las Vegas sign, which is right behind me, but you can't see it. I tried to position the car where you'd be able to uh, be able to see that, but uh, it's too crowded and there's too many cars and there's what's going on here. It's quite interesting though, man. There's weddings, uh, people taking pictures at the uh, at the Las Vegas sign right across. If you hear that noise, there's uh, the airport for the private jets. Um, that uh well maybe i'll show you man how about that how about that look i'll show you guys little uh on location man see the planes right there and what happens there is uh when wwe's in town that's where vince uh, parks his plane and i see it all the time whenever wwe's here his uh private jet is right there uh right where you can see it passing on by Right, buddy? Yeah, buddy likes the lap, and Daisy likes the backseat. Where is she? Oh, she's over at the window. There we go. I bet you nobody else's podcast gets to uh, take you out on location and show you all the uh, all the tourist sites. That might not be a bad idea, take you out on the town, man. Take you all around... Uh, Take you for a ride down the strip. I'll have to see if we can do that. I don't know if uh, if we could take the show on the road, literally, and uh, be doing the uh, the recording while driving. You guys might get a little dizzy or something, expecting to just see me uh, sitting still. But uh, it's my show, and I say that uh, I'm going to do that. So, but for right now, I'm going to put this here and uh, sit for a minute at this location, as long as I'm not uh, in anybody's way or doing anything. Um, yeah, everything, the coast seems to be clear. I wish that you guys could see the uh, Vegas sign. I do have the dog. Maybe if I don't have the dogs with me one day, I'll uh, take a walk over there and kind of like take you out on uh, on a tour and show you all of the sights, all of the uh, Vegas things that you see on TV. But I didn't come here to talk about Vegas. What I'm going to talk about some very uh, interesting predictions. I'm going to roll up this window here because these jets make a lot of money. Sorry, Daisy. Just for a little while. And then we're going to go to your favorite place. Uh-huh. So here's the deal. Predictions. Royal Rumble. Um, I don't know if you'd really call it predictions, but I see something possibly happening. And, uh, what I'm thinking is that they're announcing a lot of the uh, female participants in the uh, women's battle royal. And uh, that takes away from what the Royal Rumble is really, uh, well, people tune into the Royal Rumble, at least I do, I think because of uh, the surprise factor. Ain't they right, Daisy? Mm-hmm. 
and uh, you know, you never know who's gonna show up, and it's always uh, that's the part that I like. You know what I mean? You get to people from the past, people from uh, NXT, maybe that you haven't even seen yet or whatever. You know, but um, but now they've gone and they've uh, announced all of their, uh, or at least some of their their uh, surprises. You know, you got the uh, the Bella Twins, big deal. You got uh, Michelle McCool, you got uh, Kelly Kelly, you know, you got a lot of these uh, names from the past, there's probably going to be more, you know, there's several more that they can uh, incorporate in there. Of course, the biggest surprise is Mickey James, but um, that surprise in itself, that's a surprise just a little alone, but the fact that WWE made reference to Mickey James, the Impact Women's Champion, that they actually acknowledged her as a champion for another promotion, that they actually mentioned Impact, which WWE is real, uh, they're, they're real, like, serious about non I don't think they have ever mentioned WCW until Vince bought WCW, um, they, uh, they don't mention AEW, they don't mention other names of, uh, other names of wrestlers, or especially the ones that are working somewhere else that they, you know, recently got, uh, got rid of, and did it in a shit way, so it's very interesting that, uh, number one, that they're, uh, bringing her in, number two, that they're mentioning Impact, and number three, it's interesting that she's actually uh, agreed to come back and, uh, and do it. So uh, she's got to have something up her sleeve because I know Mickey. And if you're watching Mickey, I know that you wouldn't be doing it just uh, for no reason. You know what I'm saying? Just to kind of prove a point. Uh-oh. Motorcycle. Buddy, don't like motorcycles. Hold on, hold your ears. I was wrong, but, uh, so that'll be interesting to see, now, prediction time, buddy, you're in the way, I'm trying to do the, uh, video scope thing, and you're right up in the lens, man, talk about a, uh, a hot dogging, hot dogging right there, aren't you, yeah, you had to get in your hot dogging, all right, making sure that Daisy's still in the car. She's being too quiet. When she's quiet, I worry. But um, here's the deal, man. And uh, this is just my mind working, my wrestling mind, you know what I mean? But uh, so here you got Vince making all these weird moves, man. You know what I'm saying? He's letting go of uh, some of his... Uh-oh. He's letting go of some of his uh, top talent. Um, you know, there's talk about him selling the company. There's uh, talk about that he's selling his, uh, you know, one of his mansions, and uh, you know that uh, they're, they're changing. You know, like NXT is not even like uh, it's like not even the same thing. It's like a completely different thing. Um, I don't know what's going on with Triple H and Stephanie. If there's some kind of uh, friction there. Um, 
but there's a whole lot of unanswered questions, but I'm going to answer what I think is an answer. And, um, here's just my kind of, uh, my rumor mill, my rumor starting here. And I think that what's happening here is it's obvious to me that you got Impact Wrestling and WWE obviously working together. Obviously, they're in cahoots with each other because Mickey James is going to be in the Battle Royal, and they've announced it, and they've mentioned Impact. Okay, that tells me that there's some type of uh, some type of a joint type of uh, cohesive working together type of a deal, kind of like what uh, AEW was doing with Impact for a little bit, and I thought that was great. Daisy's rolling down the window. She's had enough of the closed window. Okay, Daisy, you make the rules. Do whatever you want. Um, but being that they're uh, mentioning another promotion, man, they must be working together, okay? So uh, maybe Vince feels that, uh, you know, kind of uh, join forces with, uh, with somebody that could be competition or create your own competition but still have a hold on the competition. I don't know. Something interesting is happening, and I think I like it. And um, another part of that is that there was rumor about guys like uh, Braun Strowman and Bray uh, Wyatt going to Impact. Now, here's where it kind of makes sense. If you let go of those big names, okay, but you also have, let's say that you bought a little piece of Impact or whatever, you guys are working together, and they go work over there. Now, you didn't really get rid of those guys. They're just working on the other show. You understand what I'm saying? Your competition, but it's not really your competition. It's kind of like, uh, you know, when WWE bought WCW, he said he bought his competition, right? But they messed that all up where they could have actually had it like they were competing. But they screwed that up and you can't go back in time and fix that. But, uh, but you can't deny that WWE and Impact are doing something together. And maybe Vince feels that there's, uh, you know, strength in numbers and feels that, uh, you know, that there is a little bit of a threat with... Uh, you know, AEW, and uh, AEW is doing it, you know, kind of coming together with uh, with Impact in Japan, and, you know, for whatever reason, it didn't work, but it was working at the time, and I thought it was pretty cool to have, you know, these dream matches, because you never know who was going to show up from, you know, you could have this guy from AEW versus this guy from Impact, you know what I'm saying, and it was pretty cool. Now, here's what makes it cool about if WWE is doing that, okay? Picture the Royal Rumble. They haven't really mentioned nothing about the guys, or at least I don't think so. I haven't heard anything, but then again, I'm not necessarily listening either. But if you got the surprise entrance, right, in, in the Royal Rumble, imagine, imagine out of nowhere you see somebody who's like, uh, big deal over an impact you know whoever their champion is over there or whatever you know or imagine seeing somebody that just got released from WWE but they didn't really get released okay 
Here's an example. Let's say that uh, Killer Cross got released from WWE, which was WWE's biggest mistake uh, in a long, long time, obviously. But let's say that they got rid of him and, uh, you know, when they got rid of Scarlet and the whole deal, everybody's talking about how stupid that was, right? Then let's say that Impact signs Kevin Cross and, uh, and his girl there, and then uh, all of a sudden they show up at the Royal Rumble. Now it looks like this guy was fired. How is he showing up? Well, he's showing up because wrestlers from Impact are showing up. And he's now with Impact, so it almost looks like an invasion. Now, I don't know if, uh, I don't know if anybody agrees with what I'm thinking, or actually uh, sees it as a good idea, but I'm digging the uh, the thought of it. You know what I'm saying? It's uh, kind of really puts a whole spin on things, and I like it. So we'll see if I'm right. See if I'm wrong. I don't think that WWE is smart enough to uh, come up with an idea like that. Not that I'm smart, buddy. Make up your mind. But when it comes to wrestling and wrestling ideas and the way that a wrestler, uh, you know, should be thinking, or at least writers, um, they, uh, you know, then when they hire people that aren't like uh, have the mind of a wrestler, they don't have a wrestler brain, they can't necessarily come up with ideas that are that good, where a wrestler brain knows what works and what doesn't work and what, you know, surprises and, uh, and all that stuff. Now, that brings me to my next point, and uh, that's the recent future endeavors, and um, I'm not happy. And I'll tell you what, I'm not happy about it. It's not the talent. I'm already used to that. I'm already used to them messing people's lives up and firing them and, uh, you know, getting rid of good talent. I don't know a lot of the talent that they got rid of because I don't follow the program. Um, I don't know the product, as they say. But uh, but I know from the grapevine, from what I hear, is that a lot of that talent that they got rid of is uh, is good talent. And, uh, and it makes no sense, which, again, you know, I'm used to that. doesn't matter. You know what I mean? There's no surprise there. They do it every time they let people go. They're letting go of people that, uh, that it makes no sense that they let go. They call it a budget cut. I don't know how it could be a budget cut when uh, that person that you're letting go is actually uh, making you money and not just costing you money when you got other guys that obviously uh, aren't drawing money Nobody's buying a ticket to see these particular people, yet they still have a job and they're on TV. I ain't going to try to figure it out because the more I try to figure it out, the more confused I get. And then I pull the hair out of my head and that's why uh, I don't have much left. So, my point is, is that they let go of a lot of insiders, man. A lot of writers and producers and agents and... Uh, Probably the biggest surprise is William Regal. Now, it is a big surprise, and it doesn't make any sense unless, unless all of a sudden, Regal shows up and says, yeah, I got fired, but I ain't here 
working for you. I'm working for your competition. You understand what I'm saying? It's the only way that it makes sense to get rid of, uh, you know, talent and some of the the head writers and red, uh, the head producers. And uh, you don't fire a guy like William Regal, man. I mean, not only is the guy uh, talent, you know what I'm saying, his character and everything, and uh, he could probably still go in the ring. But uh, you know, behind the scenes, man, you don't you don't let a guy like that go and uh, and possibly go to a company that that is your competition for real. And uh, Vince could say he doesn't have any competition, but you keep letting go of people that uh, are very um, valuable in the wrestling business, and you'll find out just how quick you do have competition. So. Um, now, besides William Regal, there was a lot of other ones. You got Road Dog, um, who uh, was a writer and producer and all that stuff there. And again, you got somebody who comes from a background, a family of wrestlers, and you let them go. Um, not understanding it, the only thing that I'm thinking, Daisy, why are you licking my dashboard? Daisy is armor rolling my dashboard for me. Thank you very much. Appreciate that. Um, here's the thing, man. One thing, the common denominator that you notice, right, is that all of these people, or a majority of them, um, are Triple H's friends. Okay? Road Dog is Triple H's boy. William Regal. They go way, way back. You know, um, and it just seems like Triple H is being punished a lot, and I don't know what that's all about. I don't know if it's a professional thing or a personal thing. If um, you know, if there's something going on, you know, if there's trouble in paradise with Stephanie or something, I'm not going to start you know spreading rumors, but there's speculation on my you know. Um, I haven't heard anything, but just in my own mind, I'm thinking Triple H is being punished for something. You know what I mean? First, they take NXT away from him, man. That was his baby. He created that whole thing. It was doing well. You know, all of a sudden, man, Vince takes it away and says, we're going to, uh, I'm surprised that they didn't change the name or just get rid of it completely because uh, he took it and completely changed it up into basically, uh, from what I understand, because I don't watch it, but a uh, developmental, where the developmental, uh, they're getting TV time and showing all of their flaws. Doesn't make sense to me. That's something that I'd want to watch. I don't want to watch a bunch of botches. If I want to watch a bunch of botches, I'll just tune into the regular show. Ah! But uh, one of the people that they let go of is a personal friend of mine goes by the name of Ryan Katz and um, we go so far back to uh, when, uh, when I was living in LA and I was wrestling for uh, championship wrestling from Hollywood and he was my manager and uh, there's nothing that this guy can't do um, on screen, off screen, doesn't matter. He's better than you. And, uh, sorry, Daisy, it's loud. 
Um, so he was, uh, he was like the first employee of NXT. Um, and a lot of the skits, a lot of the, uh, vignettes and a lot of the uh, promos and, and a lot of everything that you saw was his creation, his, um, his producing, um, and when he first got there, he was Dusty Rhodes' right-hand man. They worked together as a team. And, uh, you know, that's saying something, man. You know, when Dusty, you know, has you as his right-hand man and, uh, and values your opinion and, you know, and uh, actually, you know, enjoys your input and enjoys your work, um, then, uh, you know, that's saying something, man. This this guy, if anybody knows who he is, if anybody ever heard the name, if anybody knows his work, um, first of all, this guy will be hired in no time by somebody. There'll probably be a line of people wanting to hire him because um, he's just so talented when it comes to, uh, I mean, the guy is a rapper. He's an actor. He's been on... Um, you look at his credentials, man. Look up GQ Money or look up uh, Ryan Katz or look up uh, Smiley. Uh, he went by a lot of different names, but, man, his resume is like uh, you wouldn't believe. Even, like, not even including wrestling, outside of wrestling. Um, he's done things. He's opened up for, uh, um, uh, I forget, Digital Underground, I believe, because he, uh, you know, he's a, he's a performer himself in the rap game, um, so anyway, my point is, is that they, uh, they're making a lot of big mistakes, WWE, they're letting go of a lot of people that are very valuable, and sometimes you don't know what you got until it's gone, and I think that WWE is going to find out real quick what they had, and, uh, now that it's gone, now that it's gone, they're going to see what happens, man. And we're all going to see it. The proof's going to be in the pudding. We're going to see a demise. In, uh, and we already have. But uh, more so now, whoever they get to replace all of these uh, very talented people inside and outside um, or in front of and behind the camera. Um, it's just, uh, it's going gonna, it's gonna to show guarantee it's going to show and uh, again you know if my speculation and my uh the rumor mill in my head is accurate then maybe these guys aren't really out of a job maybe they're just being moved over to uh to uh you know the impact side of things um there's there's talk about that wwe is moving their uh their headquarters um, they're still staying in Stanford, but the building that they've had for 50 years, um, right off 95 there that you can see that used to be referred to as Titan Tower, um, and it has been, uh, shown on TV, um, in skits and, uh, segments and what have you, um, but, uh, for whatever reason, they're looking for a new building, I don't know if they're downsizing, I don't know if, uh, I don't know, man. I don't know if Vince is, uh, you know, running out of money or something or what the deal is, man. I don't know. I'm going to have to see if he needs uh, 
I'll give him a call and see if he needs to borrow a couple bucks. Great segue into another topic here. Okay, talking about bucks, talking about, uh, not the young bucks, talking about money, talking about uh, De Niro, yeah, not Robert De Niro, not, uh, uh, yeah, can't remember his name now, man, that would have been good, I wasn't on top of it, what's his name, what's his name, my friend, can't remember now, see what happens, hitting the head, can't remember. Julio De Niro, yeah, who remembers Julio De Niro, ECW, good friend of mine, don't talk to him all the time, but one of the most wonderful people that I've ever known in the wrestling business, he's a good guy, good heart, uh-huh, shout out to Julio, there you go, man, hashtag Julio De Niro, yeah, saying what's up, brother, um, but here's the deal, man, here's the deal, when we're talking about, we're not talking about WWE now, we're not talking about impact. We're not talking about that business. We're talking about much business. Okay, and I'm a little bit, uh, a little bit disappointed, man, or a little bit confused, or, uh, you know. of them right next to me. Why? Because so the dogs can go crazy while I'm doing my thing. switch locations because uh yeah if these guys leave their motorcycles i might have to take on a whole uh you know a whole gang of uh motorcyclists you know yeah we're gonna have to go now thanks a lot i had a good spot here don't make me have to jump you like uh show and michaels did to all those marines uh-oh Watch out, buddy. Yeah, sorry, guys. Gonna have to relocate. Yeah. No problem, Hell's Angels, man. They're gonna, uh, they're trying to, trying to ruin my podcast, man. I'm not gonna have that. Anyway. I guess we are taking this thing on the road right now, aren't we? Very interesting. Maybe you'll see some cool things. But uh, what we're talking about is maybe I'm a little naive because I don't really know everything that there is to know when it comes to uh, doing appearances and, uh, you know, talking to vendors and uh, trying to get myself out there um, because it is rather new and I was wrestling 
I wasn't a big enough name on the indies, you know what I mean, where uh, vendors were wanting to bring me in. So I wasn't really doing a whole lot of that. I was focused more on uh, wrestling, you know, and getting booked. Shit. Um, but now I don't wrestle. And what I'm looking to do is do... Uh, Sorry, I'm just trying not to get hit by a car here. Hurry up! That's it, I'm going. That's it! That's right, cut you off just like that. Um, so the thing is, you know, I'm trying to get out there on the, uh, on the Expo Comic Con type circuit, you know what I mean? And uh, now I know that I'm not a star. I know that I'm not, uh, you know, a former WWE guy or something where, you know, vendors, you know, will be lining up out the door, you know what I mean? Uh, bringing guys in, you know, contacting um, these guys and um, making a deal with them and everything. And I've done some, but I think what they're worried about is that are they going to make their money back? by bringing me in and the answer is yes because uh i may not be a star but when people see me you know it is an attraction man people like the gimmick they like the deal you know what i'm saying they like what i do so uh people do buy my merchandise and um i can guarantee you that uh i'm assuming and that's the way it works if you bring me in you know, and you pay for uh, me to get there, I reimburse you with the merchandise and everything that uh, that I make. You know, pictures alone, just people taking pictures with me or me cutting a promo on them on a video, man. You know what I'm saying? Um, I, You know, I have something that's uh, a different type of talent, you know what I mean, that uh, other people can't do. You know, they may be famous and they may be wrestlers from wherever, you know what I mean, but... You know, if I'm doing a promo with you, and that's kind of like what I'm offering, and, uh, you know, you get to have that on your phone forever and ever and ever, that's pretty cool. You know what I mean? That, I think, is better than uh, than a signed 8x10, which I could do too. Um, but, I don't know. I'm uh, trying to get my following up there, you know what I'm saying, I'm trying to get, uh, especially my YouTube, you know what I mean, I'm trying to, to get all, trying to get uh, as many subscribers to my YouTube channel as possible, I'm trying to get uh, people to check out all of my social media and all of my, I'm trying to, you know, get as much content out there as possible, um, to entertain you guys but it's like that double-edged sword type of revolving door type of a deal where you know nobody thinks that I'm a big deal so they're not booking me but how am I supposed to get seen as a big deal you know what I'm saying you know what I'm saying anyway goes round and round and round. It's very hard for me to uh, to continue doing what I'm doing without fan appreciation and, uh, you know, 
gotta do is just hit that share button, man. Share it. Subscribe to it, man. That's all. Just like all the other wrestlers and the wrestling promotions and everything that you're, uh, you know, signed signed up to see their stuff, you know? There are people out there that have a major following on YouTube and they're not as cool as I am. You should be letting everybody know. Because it'll make things happen, man. You guys, I know you don't really care, okay? But I'm going to tell you, man. This is something I'm very serious about. This thing that I do. Um, I'm not just some guy that decides that I'm going to talk funny and uh, put on a, a costume. You understand? Um, I want this to be how I make a living. I want to be known as the Macho Man Impersonator. Not just a Macho Man Impersonator, but the guy that... Uh, sets the bar for everybody that's trying to do what I do. You know what I'm saying? I don't have a regular 9 to 5 job and honestly I want to keep it that way. This is what I want to do to make money. This is what I want to do because uh, you know we've heard it a million times man. Like if you love what you do you know you'll never have to work a day in your life and that's true man and I love doing this stuff but if I have to go out and get a regular job and I can't do these videos and and I'm, and I'm miserable because I'm doing something and I'm making like, uh, you know, $5 an hour and I'm broke anyway, um, you know, not like I'm telling you this to feel sorry for me, but what I'm, it's actually a lesson, man. If there's something that you love, and I've said this before to, to everybody, if there's something that you love, a hobby, a skill, a trade, um, a gift, um, whatever you want to call it, if, uh, if you could find a way to monetize that and live your life that way, that is what life is supposed to be. That's the American dream. You know what I mean? If you wanted to be a wrestler your whole life, which I'm sure there's some wrestlers on here, um, and you get to be a wrestler for a living... And you don't have to, uh, sorry Daisy, and you don't have to work a 9 to 5 gig, that you're making enough money out on the indies and selling your merchandise and having a YouTube channel, and everything that you're doing is focused around that character that you created, then what I'm doing is no different, man. And if that's what you're doing, you got the right idea, you know what I'm saying? If you want to be a wrestler, you want to be a wrestler. You don't want to be, you know, uh, a construction worker who's trying to be a wrestler. You want to be a wrestler that doesn't have to do construction anymore. You know what I mean? And uh, that goes for, you know, I got friends in the acting business, man. Same type of deal. Um, you know, nobody wants to be a waiter. But sometimes, you know in between auditions and everything you gotta uh, pay the bills but there ain't nobody that wants to be doing the waiting the tables and stuff like that if they could do uh, acting type jobs until they get that big time job then uh, how much better is that to get 
to nail one commercial and be able to live off the residuals of that. You know what I mean? Um, until you get a major part in a, in a film or a television show or whatever, you know, whatever your goals are. But, uh, so I guess this is kind of like a two-parter, you know what I mean? Number one, it's like, uh, you know, to, uh, you know, you scratch my back, I scratch yours kind of thing, or, you know, good karma type of thing happening where, um, you know, if uh, you help others out, then others will help you out. And whatever it is that you want to do for for a living, you know, whatever it is, man, if you could say right now, if I tell you, jot it down right now, no matter what it is, if somebody told you right now, you don't have to work the job that you're working right now, you could make a living doing blank, what would that be? And I think everybody should have that blank, but everybody should be able to figure out a way, um, whatever it is, whatever it is, it can be monetized. If you love dogs, you can find a way, start up your own, uh, you know, dog babysitting thing. People have started businesses at an, you know, out of nothing and, uh, became very successful, very rich, you know, Look at some of the stories of, uh, you know, one of my favorite stories is uh, Colonel Sanders, man. That dude was, uh, he was ready to commit suicide. He, uh, all he had was this chicken recipe, and uh, he was going around door to door, man, just trying to get people to taste his chicken. And uh, he didn't give up on his dream, man. He knew he had something there, and he, uh, he kept at it. And, uh, I think we all know who Colonel Sanders is, and we all know his 11 herbs and spices, don't we? But it's a secret, so we don't know what the herbs and spices are, but, uh, but he stuck to it, man. No matter what it is, no matter what, maybe you think it's foolish. See, I'm going on a whole, like, I'm, I'm going to become, uh, Tony Robbins. Tony Robbins, Tony Savage, yeah. Um, because I do like motivating people and I do like, uh, people that have done things that are, uh, you know, I like success stories that are kind of like out of nowhere. You know what I mean? So, uh, I don't care what it is, man. I don't care if your, if your hobby or your, uh, you know, your passion, that's the real word here, passion. If your passion is like, uh, gardening there's no reason why you can't come up with a way that has something to do with gardening that you can monetize, that you can start off, you know, you start off little and then other ideas come to you. Then people come to you that you wouldn't normally have uh, met and they say, hey, I'm, you know, I'm so-and-so and I have uh, this company and, uh, you know, perhaps uh, we can, you know, put our heads together and whatever. I mean, if you look at, uh, there's a lot of stories, man, and then things that just happen uh, all because somebody had a passion and they didn't let go of it. No matter, no matter who said that it wasn't going to work, no matter what kind of competition they had, no matter uh, how foolish something might sound, 
be real surprised, man, when you believe in yourself and you believe in your your passion and you believe in your your idea that um, other ideas will just enter your mind. You know, you'll be watching TV and you'll see something and go, oh my God, that's, that's, you know, that's exactly what I've been, uh, that's the answer to my question, you know? So, um, so believe in yourself, believe in your passion and, uh, try to help those out that, uh, could use your support when it's a simple thing like sharing something or subscribing, man, that in today's day and age, without social media, without a following, without winning all these popularity contests, because that's pretty much what it is, um, you know, you got these really hot girls that have millions of followers, and because of that, they're making millions of dollars just because they're hot. Hey, you know, I'm hot, but uh, not quite uh, going to make that kind of money. You know what I'm saying? Um, some of the things that they do might be questionable, but the bottom line is that they have a huge following because uh, they're, they're putting it out there, man. They're advertising, self-promotion. You know what I'm saying? And uh, that's what social media is, man. Like, uh, we're we're in a day and age that uh, it's almost like, how did we how did we do it before social media? You know what I'm saying? Like, social media now is really the way. You know, people will hire you based on on how many followers you have. They'll they'll hire you based on your uh, you know your popularity, man, it is all a popularity contest, it's not about experience or anything, man, you know, especially in the entertainment game, um, so I'm just trying to win a popularity contest, guys, you know what I'm saying, I'm just trying to be, uh, you know, well-known so that, they're, you know, that, uh, revolving door, you know what I'm saying, it keeps on, you know, if I get well-known, I'll get booked more, if I get booked more, I'll get well-known, you know what I'm saying, so, you know, I hate to keep harping on it, I hate to keep on, uh, you know, busting balls about, uh, people subscribing and, uh, and all that, but, uh, you know, I really, I believe in what I'm doing, I believe that there's a lot of people that believe in me and enjoy what I'm doing, support what I'm doing, and, uh, and I get great compliments, like, uh, you know, that it's, uh, brings them back to their childhood, and, uh, you know, they thank me for paying such a great tribute to their favorite wrestler from back in the day, and that means a whole lot to me, and I want to be able to do it more and more. Um, there's a reason why Monty and the Pharaoh gave me a segment on Mondays, man. They see something. They see entertainment. They see that, you know, I have a following. Some of you are here every Monday uh, listening and, and watching me and, the, and these crazy animals of mine. Um, and I do appreciate that. Believe me. I really, really, really do, man. I love that I have a following, but I need more of a following. I need to double, triple, quadruple my, uh, my fans, you know, if I could even, you know, if I could call them fans, I'll call them fans, um, I know that I'm not a big star, there's people out there who, uh, think that they are a big star, and they haven't even done nothing, you know, I think we all know, uh, a person like that, uh, you know, 
but uh, I'm not going to mention any names. I don't need to reinforce that at all. Mm, I'm quick. Did you catch that? I'm quick. Yeah. But, uh, buddy knows what's up. But here's the deal, man. If you want to see me in your area, if you want to have me do uh, a meet and greet, an expo, a Comic Con, if you're a vendor, if you're just a regular dude that wants me to show up at your house on a Tuesday to uh, say hello, uh, whatever, man, you can book me for whatever. Um, personalized videos, merchandise, whatever, man. I'm just trying to do the thing, you know, and I'm new at it. So I might be, uh, you know, not as good as I, as I will be, but I got guys like Dennis and, uh, and Eric. Those are, you know, my, uh, my team members, man. You know, everybody needs a team. Everybody needs, uh, you know, like, uh, what would you call it? I don't know. But those are my guys that help me out with a lot of the things that, uh, that that I'm not good at. You know, I do my part, you know, and uh, and they do their part. And together, it does make a huge difference, man. We've come a long way since I started this thing. But uh, we need to take it to the limit, man. We need to bring it all the way up to the top. Yeah. And uh, that's what we're trying to do, man. And you guys could help me that would be great I would help you you help me and everything is good everything is good in the world man so that's all I really gotta say I think that uh, if you guys are enjoying what I do just keep on uh, keep on letting others know that you enjoy it man Tell people, tell a friend, tell a wrestler, just uh, say, hey, man, you got to see this guy. Go to his YouTube channel. Check this dude out. You know, you guys got the link. It's uh, it's all over my Facebook. It's all over everywhere. Copy that link. Throw it up and say, look at this guy. There ain't nobody in the world better than this guy right here. Oh, that was Buddy, not me. Um. Yeah, buddy's stealing the spotlight. Grandstanding hot dog, it hurts you. You want to sit on my lap? You don't want to sit on my lap? What are you doing? Here. But, um, I guess that's my rant for this Macho Man Day. Um, send in some questions, man. Send Monty... Monty and the Pharaoh throw some questions that you want uh, that you want answered, man. I'll mention them on the on the uh, video scope here, and uh, I'll do my best to answer. Um, in case you don't know, I also have my own podcast, the Modcast, on Thursdays um, on YouTube. So you could uh, throw in some questions there for me to answer. And, um, you know, like I said, man, if you guys are wrestling promoters, um, wrestling fans, vendors, whatever, man, if you got any leads for me to, you know, anybody in particular that you think I should contact, um, 
were that you could pass my stuff along and, you know, have them contact me and say, hey, you know, would you like to uh, give this guy a try? I'm very professional. I'm always, uh, you know, I'm, I'm, I'm on time and uh, I'm professional and uh, my rates are reasonable. And uh, as long as you're fair to me, I'm fair to you. You know what I'm saying? Um, I don't appreciate those that try to steal money from me or, uh, you know, try to uh, get away with some type of trickery when it comes to my uh, my pay. Um, and we know that there's a tiny little bit of that with, uh, with which comes with the wrestling business. So uh, wrestling promoters and wrestling vendors and you know, wrestling, uh, fans or whatever, uh, somehow, you know, I can't get away from the wrestling business, even though that I'm not a wrestler, but being that what I do, I still am in the wrestling business. There's nothing I can do about that except be, uh, beware of the types of people that may, uh, be involved in the wrestling business. We all know that not everybody in the wrestling business is uh, necessarily a fair, uh, honest type of player. Not saying all, but we do know that there are some out there that are like, uh, you know, there's a certain category. You got, you got uh, used car salesmen. You got lawyers, you got wrestling promoters and vendors. Who else is in there? Uh, I don't know, but you don't understand what I'm saying, man. It could be a shady type deal. Man, you guys are opening up all the windows, man. Nice out, but it ain't uh, in summer yet, guys. Anyway, I think that's it for me. Enjoy the rest of your uh, man day. Um, if you're watching this instead of watching Monday Night Raw, good for you. I could guarantee you that I could even just sit here and not say nothing, and it'll still be more entertaining. Man, I sure do like to bury WWE, don't I? Anyway, catch me on Thursday on YouTube, on the Modcast. Uh, the times vary due to uh, the different uh, locations. I believe, if I'm not mistaken, it's 5 o'clock uh, Pacific where I am. So that's uh, 7 o'clock uh, Mountain. And uh, 9 o'clock on the East Coast or something like that. You figure it out. It's out there, man. It's all uh, public knowledge. Yeah. Um, but hopefully you guys will catch me on Thursday. Hopefully you guys enjoyed this. And uh, hopefully we could uh, work together, support each other. And I'm really hoping to meet all of you at some convention somewhere down the road talk to you guys real soon yeah thanks for being a part of the much oh man days yeah dig it